All righty, you guys. Well, welcome back to our fourth podcast. We are just moving right along with these. Um, before you put it in the chat or whatever, yes, I am wearing the same outfit as the last podcast. This is recorded at the exact same time as Nicholas Miners was. Um, but, you know, at this event, I wanted to make sure I got a hold of um, some elite people that I surround my personal self with that I've learned and been mentored by also. Um, and, you know, this this podcast is going to be an amazing one. You know, I've, I, I love this guy. He is um, his story is just crazy to me. You know, he he's um, a little bit older than me, um, has seen a lot more than me, but um, his story is just incredible. So um, I'd love to introduce. Um, he's sitting right here next to me right now. So um, without further ado is Mark Rubin, the Iron Man that I can never catch. He outproduces me every single month, every single year. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that because it, it, you're the reason that gives me a reason to keep on going. Right. Um, especially just like Matthew Weiner and that um, you guys are the ones that keep me on my toes. And I always have a reason to keep on going because if I was at the top, I would get bored. Wow. Well, well thank you. Well, that's quite an introduction. Um, it's been a lot of fun uh, working with you over the last couple of years overall. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey, hasn't it? So it's been a great journey. Oh, it has. The, the immense growth has been crazy. <laughs> so. uh, man, I, I can't believe how far you've come in the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I, I look back to um, the days I got started. I'm like, man, I can't believe Nick Nick Theodore even helped, helped me <laughs> back in those days. I'm like, I don't know what he saw in me at that moment in time to where he stepped in and was like, I'm going to help this guy. Right. We're, we're gonna... well, Nick's like that, though, right? Nick, yeah, Nick loves everybody. Yeah, insane Any, generosity. Anybody works hard, Nick Nick's behind them. Exactly, exactly. So, um, well, I'm just going to get right into it, man. I mean, we, we're at this event. We just we just left it. Um, finally finished up. I think I'm finally done sweating for the day. Um, so that I'm happy about that. Right. <laughs> so right. that's nice. Um, but you know, as as the positive statement, it's really zero from everything, right? So um, I really like getting down deep into the nuggets of your journey of um, even before insurance, because I want people to understand is that we were normal people. We are normal people still. Um, and anybody can do this. It's just whether or not you want to sacrifice the sacrifices that it takes to do this, right? You know, it doesn't really matter what you do. There's a sacrifice involved. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're working a nine to five or you're working that midnight shift, you know, there's going to be a sacrifice somewhere, somewhere in there. Um, and so um, let's start with, you know, we'll, we were just talking a little bit beforehand, um, but, you know, you had said that you had ran a nonprofit, you know, kind of show me, you know, how did you get into that first off, how long you were doing it for, uh, and then, you know, some kind of key aspects of, you know, you were in it for so long, and why did you decide to start moving into different avenues? Yeah, I got into um, big into the health and fitness uh, world um, around 2003. Okay. And I had a couple of uh, nonprofits uh, that we ran. Company called uh, or company or nonprofit called the Ten Hour Foundation. It focused on health and wellness, and centered around a goal of mine to go under ten hours in an Ironman, which mm -hmm. I was able to do in uh, at Ironman New Zealand in two thousand and nine. That's insane. Which which was a lot of fun. But I think you know uh, I, I was really overweight at one point in my life, um, uh, like morbidly obese, like right, scary obese. And you, I gotta see photos of this. Oh, it's bad. I, I, you know, uh, thinking about this, I didn't even think about it. Been put two to together. We do call you the Iron Man. I never put two and two together. Um, that you were a fitness guy too. I'm, maybe we need to talk because we've been we've been getting a little bit hefty over here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm <laughs> so. in the same boat. But yeah. So anyway, I got in that. And the Ten Hours Foundation was about teaching health and wellness. And uh, through that, I spoke at a lot of uh, elementary schools and uh, and the like. And uh, came up with creative ways to teach kids about about eating right and being active um, 
I loved it. That was some of the most fun I ever had. And I also had a, a, a triathlon club uh, that, that, that I started. And um, that was a lot of fun. We had a couple hundred people in it. And uh, it, it's still going strong in, in Phoenix. Oh, really? You still have them going? No, I'm not, well, I'm not involved anymore mm-hmm. right? because I, I stopped racing uh, several years ago. But the, the club is still going strong, and I'm, I'm as proud as can be of those guys. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, you know how how so how long were you totally in in that that field of um, business? About, uh, close to fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit less, but somewhere mm-hmm. right around that. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a hefty time to be into something. You know, I loved it. I still love it. Mm-hmm. It's just my body, my body doesn't love it as much <laughs> as I love it. <laughs> hey, man, it. it Shoot, I'm I'm younger than you, and my body hurts still. But that might be because all the extra weight. But who knows? <laughs> so we're we're working on it. We're working on it. So. I got you. It's it's a, it's a process, right? So I, so 15 years. What year was that? Um, then when that that ended? Oh, you know, it's 2003 through maybe 2016, 17. Okay, from there. Okay, so you you kind of stopped uh, right when the company was established. Then I did. I did. That's crazy to think about. So. Yeah. Um, you know, after that though, um, you know, it sounds like your body was just kind of not there. You, you couldn't do what you needed to do. Um, so you started looking in different directions, I assume. Yeah. You know, I was trying to figure, you know, what's the story? Hope is not an effective strategy. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying, I was, I was, I was spending a lot of time racing. I was doing eight, 10 Ironman events a year. And, uh, it, it was really my passion. Mm-hmm. It was my passion for sure. And, um, one of my passions, my real passion is watching my boys play sports. Right. Right. But um, I was spending an awful lot of time racing and doing those types of things. And 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 I was making money in my foundations. But um, it, it was time to go back to work. Um, all but one of my kids had uh, uh, were leaving for school. And uh, it, it was time to start uh, do, doing more for, for my family in, in terms of uh, making money mm-hmm. than the things that I was doing. Exactly, exactly. And and from my understanding, you're a very educated man, correct? Well, I don't know about educated. <laughs> <laughs> some some folks have given me some diplomas, but I'm not sure if that if that Well you put in the hard work to get it. I have done I have done the hard work. Mm-hmm. I have done the hard work. I'm, I've been blessed to be able to uh to uh, earn a master's in business mm-hmm. and a law degree. Um and I'm eternally eternally thankful for those professors that believed in me enough to uh, uh to help me get through those programs. Right, right. I, I, it's, it's crazy to me that you're, you're in this business because I never thought of a day that I would be able to be comfortable speaking to a lawyer. <laughs> so, I, I joke about it, but it, it's a serious thing, you know. Um, lawyer, I always thought, and um, you know, I still perceive lawyers to be at a, at a higher level at myself, and I got to stop on that perception. But, um, you know, going, it, it's on the same level as being a doctor in a sense. Um, well, Brad, you're a pretty sharp guy, my man. Yeah, but I don't got a degree. So I, I'm hey, a dropout. So that's that that's, works out though. Uh, so uh, isn't uh, Bill was was it Bill Gates a dropout? He was actually a lot of. Um, I mean, you have like Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I mean, Elon Musk. Everyone's kind of dropped out and things. So that's why some people are dropping out. There you but, go. Elon Musk dropped out as well. I'm pretty sure. I mean, well, maybe he has his. I think he has an engineering degree, but he, I think he did go to Harvard at one point. I believe. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Right. I right. could be. But well, if Elon Musk jumped out, then I'm dropping out of everything. <laughs> He's he's clearly got it figured out. Oh man, he's he's killing it. One one day I'll 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 be a one percent of what he does. Oh, I'd, I'd give anything. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd give anything so, for that. So were you doing um out of curiosity? Were you doing the law and the nonprofit at the exact same time? I was. Okay. I was. Yeah. I, I was practicing some law, uh, mostly contract law. Okay. And then you know, some law, obviously related with the nonprofit as well. Right. Okay. And so, um, so you got you got out of the um 
nonprofits and then did you go right into law and just did law full time then? Is that kind of the segue there? Or? Well, there was a short period in which I was doing just law. Okay. Um, but I, I, I just, man, I just wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I just wasn't happy with what I was doing. Right. And I was trying to find something different. And I never thought at, at, at 50 years old, I'd be looking through the, the one ads. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and there I was going through ZipRecruiter and Indeed and, and um, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. It's really humbling to see, you know, how hard it is to make a living. You ever have people not respond back to your your, your all, jobs all the time? Isn't that crazy? All the time. It's like, man, I'm applying. Why? And I have a great degree. I have I'm, all this education. And nobody's responding back. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was it was a very interesting time for me. Um, and of course, when when uh, when John Schwartz uh, from Equus reached out and told me about this opportunity, I was absolutely floored. Yeah. You know, I thought it was too good to be true. You know, a lot of people do think that, right? right. Which is, it, it makes sense after you've been doing it for so long. I understand. Um, and, and looks can be perceiving sometimes, but, um, especially in certain businesses, um, it's just crazy that, um, I, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, it, it's funny that the, what we do is a, just a numbers game, you know, and I, and I, I love that because I have that engineering background, um, and numbers are my favorite thing to do in crunching them. But, um, it was funny today, you know, I, we booked, a, um, as a team, we booked 186 appointments today. That's fantastic. 186 appointments today off of leads that it, it just baffles me that you could have a system, you could have a, have something that powerful. Um, I think we had like six people that were brand new set up their first appointments. Leads are the lifeblood of the industry. No doubt. Right. Yes. And, uh, at Equus and specifically the Theodore group, we have no shortage of leads. No stories. I get too many. <laughs> right. So, right. You, uh, you don't have an excuse to say I don't have leads. Definitely not. Definitely not. Now, so were we your first stepping stone? Because it, it seems like there's a because you got started in what year here? Uh, December of 19. 19. So what happened between 16 and 19? I just did more and more uh, law. More started, and more law. So yeah, it was law, that was just consumed with law yeah, at that I was point. doing that. I was chasing my boys around a lot. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I, yeah. I have one boy that uh, plays baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college and i've got another boy that throws a shot put in college so um between travel leagues and and watching these guys and and helping them achieve their goals i you know i i put myself uh it, you know at a uh, at a distant second mm-hmm. yeah and, and if you guys are just now getting um to know mark you know he is a definitely a family man 100 percent um gorgeous wife suzanne gotta give her a nice shout out there she is Probably, I think she's your rock, at least. I, the, the way it looks like she is, anyways. Well, I, I'm just afraid of her eyesight. <laughs> I, I don't know what she was thinking, but I'm just thankful that she, that she was thinking whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. So that that it's an amazing thing to see you um, blossom in the career and, um, you know, be able to bring her with, too, because y'all be traveling and having fun, it seems like. Well, you know, she's a nurse mm-hmm. by trade. And uh, when we started thinking about what it was we wanted to do for the, you know, our next our next uh, venture, right, right. whatnot, um, obviously I couldn't become a nurse, so that wasn't an option. <laughs> right. right. And we looked at a number of different things to do together. And, uh, about three months after I started in this, uh, Suzanne went and got herself licensed and, um, and became, I guess my business partner as well as my partner. So. See, I just learned that too. I didn't know she was licensed. She is. You know, it, it, you see that a lot with spouses though, you know, and I, I think it's a great, great aspect because then they get to learn what it's like that you're going through. Right. Sure. Um, because it, otherwise, sometimes spouses, you know, they don't understand it, which is fair, right? 
Um, but be able to have that license, knowing the struggle to get the license. Not only that, and then did she run any appointments or anything with once she got it? Or you know, she has run some appointments. Okay, so she's yeah. definitely seen that that side of aspects and mm-hmm. things. So she's still writing about. She writes a policy or so every month or two. Oh, awesome! Which, which is kind of fun for her. Yeah, but the biggest thing she does is she does a lot of my scheduling, right? And let me get guys tell you when he says scheduling, we're gonna break it down here a little bit. But his schedule is intense. Well, just like those Ironmans, I'm sure his schedule's intense, guys. Well, the fact that she does my scheduling means that she knows exactly where I'm at 24. <laughs> hey, hey, the, whatever works, right? And, and with the uh, what is it called? Uh, find your family or what? Find my iPhone. Yeah, and find well, find your yeah yeah yep. track your family. I mean, she's got me down to to the you know to, to the block. <laughs> so it's um, there, there's no goofing around on on company time. Well, I know I know it's not because she doesn't trust you. It's definitely because she wants to make sure you're out making money. One hundred percent. She has some expensive taste, from what I hear. Uh she you know, but she 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 can do her best at shopping for discount as well. Hey, she, uh, she's she's talented at that. Yeah, definitely definitely so. Me too. Uh, listen, I go directly to the discount. I don't care how much money I have. I'm going to discounts. <laughs> I, I don't look good enough that I should that I should ever wear anything expensive. Right. Well, come on now. You, nah, you look good, man. I come appreciate on now, it, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I mean, the clothes have to make the man, but the man's got to, you know, exactly, exactly. live up to the clothes. Yeah, I, I just like dressing up. I don't know. I, I always had this, you know, it's crazy to think, you know, I always wanted to be either on Wall Street or a lawyer of some sort um, because I love wearing suits. I don't know why. I, it's just, I love it. I do, you love, have, do you ever wear suits to your uh, to your appointments? No, no, I'm casual. I like being casual because I every client I sit with is like family to me. So, like, I mean. It's kind of bad, but it's good. I have such rapport with my clients that I literally just relax when I'm in the house. I mean, if the, if they have nice chairs, I am like sit back, you know, I'm they get me a drink, I'm drinking that. We talk for like 15, 20 minutes before I even get into anything. Right. Um because we don't we don't really sell anything in in my opinion. You know, it is and I talked about it in the last podcast too. It's literally relationships, right? And it, which I have gotten very fortunately have gotten really good at building. Um, but I spend more time just talking to them than I do even talking about why I'm there. Isn't that great? Yeah, it, that, that's why that's why this business is uh, is what it is. It's it's so incredibly rewarding because you're not going in there and trying to sell them something. You know, you're not doing the big takeaway. You're you're helping them solve a problem that they have, right? right. And uh, you make a friend in the process. Yeah, yeah, um, and and some of them become family. And For sure. So um, before we get you know move into you know our clients and things like that, you know, um, you spoke to John Swartz. Um, got you started um what was that like what was the first steps like you know getting your license um did you have instant success did you you know what what was that like yeah so um i called john uh right around the holidays in in 2019 and uh he told me about this opportunity um and again i thought it was way too good to be true so john said hey look we're having a conference out in orlando why don't you come out check it out you still think it's too good to be true if you think it's ridiculous i'll pay for your trip i was like okay i have nothing to lose here i mean this is a a trip to orlando right that's a very generous offer there right and and he obviously believed me just like as he as he remains Mm -hmm. right as as he's continued to do and uh, and i came out i knew within minutes you know within minutes of meeting nick and 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 meeting barry clarkson and, and, and rob jones right and bill martin and uh, just watching the professionalism of, uh, involved in the Equi- Equus community, that this was for legit. And I had really fallen into something really, really, really cool. Yeah, I, I remember um, it took me, I think it was six months before I got to my first event. 
Um, but that was, there wasn't any at that moment. I've never missed a single event. Um, and it, it, as you guys have, if you've listened to all the uh, re- before podcasts that we've talked about, um, er- it seems like everybody's story starts with going to an event. Um, that's when things really start to blossom at that point. I think you just, it's, it's just such an opportunity to grow, mm-hmm. right? It's such an opportunity to grow. And what I love, what I really, really, really love about Equus is um, when I say event, these aren't events. It is literally strictly training. Um, we it's, we it's do know how a, to do fun. We do know how to do rah rah too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tim, Tim Tebow came and spoke to us, right? And that was wow. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> it was that was a uh, a crazy experience um, to be in the even the presence of him in the same room. It was amazing. And so, um, but we really we do know how to do fun. Um, I just want to make sure that disclaimer is out there. But um, the nice thing about when we, when you come to our trainings, you're going to learn something, and that's why I keep on coming back every single one. Um, I learn something new. For sure. We did a five-hour session today just on, on making phone calls and setting appointments. Exactly. Right? And uh, like you said, 180-something appointments. 186, yep. Yeah, and uh, a lot of those folks are brand new. Yeah, which is it, it is insane. So, um, But you getting started, you went to your first event. Um, what was the first week like being, yeah, in, the, so being I, in the field? I, I bought some leads before I came because John said we're going to call some leads while we're at the, uh, at, at the event. Mm-hmm. So I, went, I remember went over to my room uh, at, at one of the – established times and I was making appointments. I'm like, you know, this is kind of interesting. This is kind of fun. And, um, I came home and ran a couple of appointments and it, it, I was a lot more nervous than I thought I'd be, even though I had, uh, you know, uh, maybe some more experience than, than a lot of people have right. uh, in the, you know, in, in, in terms of business. Um, I was 50 years old, you know, I'm an attorney, I had run businesses. It still was a little bit, it was a little nerve wracking. Right. So I remember having to have John help me out in the first couple of appointments um, in terms of some product choices and, 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 uh, and how to close. Um, and then after that, uh, I just kind of took off on a run and I, w- I went to Minnesota. Wait, pause. Did you make a sale on the, on the first person you sat with? I did. So you had that, I did th- that well, extra gratification right away. I'm not sure if I made the sale or if John made the sale. Though. <laughs> okay. Got it. I remember, uh, putting my phone on speaker and, and setting it in the middle of the table and, and I had John on the phone with me and, you know, we were talking, uh, and, and we ended up walking out of there with with two apps, one on one on him and one on her. Oh, that's that's beautiful, right yeah. there. So. And you know what? Th- those were my very first policies. They're still on my books, and uh, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, you know, but you know, some people don't get an instant start. So um, I'm always grateful for my my first my first appointment. I made, I helped the client also. I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but sticking through that part if you do don't help the first few people that's fine you know it's gonna happen i've heard so many stories of uh people going 0 for 7 0 for 8 0 for 9 on their first appointments and then do you want to know what my record is yeah <laughs> what was it and this was about two years into the business 0 for 30 whoa three weeks i went whoa. and sat with over 30 clients in three weeks wow that's a lot mm-hmm. wow look, look at you though man hey the, the reason that happened though was my ego i thought i could do something different and make it better Whenever you get away from the, the program, you know, we've got such a, a, a beautiful plug-and-play system here that Nick has created, right? And it seems that whenever we get away from it, you learn pretty quickly that that was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant you, feedback. You, I call it getting hit on the head. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> so. it's, it's like what's called whack-a-mole. Yeah, whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah. Right? You, get you, back in there and just stay down there. Right, just stay in your lane. Yep. That's like, all you have to do is stay in your lane, right? Mm-hmm. And so what, so you, you got started, you had, you know, helped your first few clients. Um, 
when, when did, did you, have you had any, um, adversity, um, with the business? Have you thought about quitting? Um, or how, how soon after getting started have, did you think about quitting? Gosh, I mean, I think it's one of those things that, when I went into this, one of the things that, that John told me was he, that he was worried about with me was that I had a lot of experience in running my own businesses and such, and that he was afraid that I would come in and try to uh, tweak everything or change things just because that's, you know, what human nature people do, right? Yeah. Who are used to it. So, uh, but I told him I was committed to completely uh, coming in and, and, and doing it 100% the way he wanted right? And, and the way that the Theodore system was set up, right? And I made a commitment to, to my wife at the same time. I said, look, you know, there is no plan B here, right? This is going to work. We're going to make this work because it was that or I, I didn't want to start over again. Right. Right. I didn't want to start over again. So we made a commitment to each other that, this, that there was no plan B. So, um, I mean, you have bad days, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, every, you have bad days in anything that you do, right? And um, so, so naturally, there were days that, that weren't as good as others. When when you thought about, man, maybe I should think of something better to do. But uh, those are those are uh, those are fleeting, you know. And uh, the last thing I wanted to do was, was, you know, tell my wife I wanted to change careers again. <laughs> right. Yeah, that that, would, that wouldn't be a fun conversation. That's for sure. So no, I mean, coming home and telling her I didn't want to practice law anymore and that I wanted to be an insurance salesman was right was already quite quite a shock. Especially, <laughs> especially as I said, hey, can you pass the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> hey and uh you know we have a funny joke you know you go to the halloween store you never see an insurance man at there nobody wants to dress like the insurance man nope definitely not definitely not so uh but it it's a career that uh is very prosperous that people don't don't know about it's very rewarding mm -hmm. it's a very rewarding business right and that's another thing people don't don't uh recognize i think is the good that you really do for families and and, and the like i mean I've processed, uh, I don't know, four or five death claims now. You know, over, yeah, over, it's, uh, that 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 process is humbling. It, you know? it shows you really why you're doing this, right? Yeah, and uh, it it become when you have your first death claim, this business becomes really very real. real. Yeah, that that's when it's like, oh, this this isn't a joke, right? Mm -hmm. We're really we're really doing something, and our work um, affects a lot of people. Yeah, it does. You, you you don't think about it during the time until, like you said, you do get that death claim. It's like when we write a policy, isn't just for that one person. You're affecting a whole family. Whole family for sure. Um, so when I look at a client, you know, a client isn't a client; it's family. You know, it's not a singular person. You know, that's why when I'm sitting down with a, uh, a client, I treat them like family because I want to know like when. I I don't say if the day comes; it's when the day comes. You know, my mother passed away at 46, so I know that day comes quick and a lot quicker than a lot a lot of people understand. Um, and say, so being able to sit there in that position of, of being through that, um, you ha you can understand the other, the other circumstances that happen behind, behind the scenes when somebody does pass away or get sick or ill or whatever it may be. Right. So, um, but it sounds like, you know, you, you, you committed to it. You, you said a thing that we, we love saying is there's no plan B, right? No plan B. Um, and everybody I've spoken to and so far we've done on the podcast is, um, they all jump in head first. Um, that's the only way you, you can't put your, you know, your foot in halfway in this business. You just jump in and go. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Um, it's a, it's a scary thing to do, but, um, I did the same thing. I, I, I dove in for head first, head first and hit my head hard sometimes, <laughs> but, right. um, uh, being able to have that commitment in your, not only when you make that commitment, you turn into a different person at that moment, I feel, because, 
um, you're committing to yourself finally. 100%. And so um, that, that, that's, that's an amazing part about it. So um, now I know you've, you, you've had a crazy, crazy being here already. So kind of give me an idea what, what's your career looked like the first year, two years? Yeah. Um, at first year or so, um, I, I, I just produced mm-hmm. on my own pen. Right. And, um, I don't remember the exact numbers of where I was at in the company. I was probably 15th, 18th, something like that. The first year, how many days a week were you, were you working? Uh, six to seven days a week. So you're putting, you're putting in maximum effort. I was. Yep. Yeah. And I think I did, uh, we're not allowed to talk about money. Are we? We are. Oh, we are. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, I, you know, I think I made it close to a quarter million dollars the first year. Quarter million dollars first year. That yeah. that's I didn't know that. That's impressive. I, yeah, and and yeah, and that was that made me. Very that's happy. my goal. I'm on pace for that this year. See that? I'm excited for it. I love it. it, it life is getting real fun. Ah, right. Yeah. I it, thought a hundred thousand was great. Oh man. It's always nice when there's more money than than less money. I haven't. We were talking about <laughs> before this. I I was Nicholas Weiner. I, I told him that was my goal was to spend a thousand dollars in a day. <laughs> right he's like he's like you're the you're you you spend money faster than i i know anybody in it and it's just i want to experience life i mean i i grew up so poor um and i've been working with nick with my financial blueprint and uh getting things saving and started savings and stuff like that but um i i had lived my life of in fear of you know and i i i had been living that way ever since my mom passed away because it was like man i that was my biggest struggle you know it wasn't the loss of her it was the Holy cow! This this life can be so short. You know, if if I keep on the same pace that she did, I only have twenty more years. Right. So, am I gonna spend twenty years of not enjoying my life, not having fun, and you know, worrying about saving and all that kind of stuff? Um, I wasn't before. Now I am. You know, because I feel like there's gonna be longer longevity at this point um, beyond that um, because I'm able to now financially be able to, you know, afford um, special health clinics and things like that. You know, I, I I'm going into um, get blood work and, you know, fixing my health and getting it top, top tier shape and stuff. And that's fantastic. But that's what money can afford you. Right. Sure can. You know, I'm, I'm getting ready to purchase a cold plunge, get a, get a infrared sauna. Cause oh, I want to try to increase. Those are nice. Oh, I guess. Put it in, in the house. Oh yeah. I'm moving, uh, in October into a big townhouse. So oh. I'm going to have room for whatever I want. That's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Infrared saunas are nice. Oh, I can't wait. They, they look enjoyable. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, back to what we were talking about. So a quarter million dollars your first first full year. Um, obviously we haven't having the thing. It's it's disclaimer. You know it, it isn't typical. Uh, but what I always say and what we say here in the company is you have a chance, right? For sure. And then let me make sure just to be clear. Um, that was during the pandemic, right? Right. And people were buying insurance. Yep. Right. And I and I and I don't remember the exact number, but a whole lot of that fell off the books as soon as people realized that not everybody was going to die. It's it's don't let me be real careful saying that a whole lot of people did die. And uh, and I feel horrible about that. Right. But there are a whole lot of people out there who thought everybody was going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody was buying insurance. Yep. Right. And as soon as folks realized that there is going to be a limit to this thing and there's going to be an end to this thing, a lot of policies fell off. Yep. And then my numbers went back to looking, you know. <laughs> like a, like a normal uh, agent with my experience, so. but but that that's a good um, I, that that's good in business though because you had that success right away, um, and what did it had amazing first year, um, but may, I I probably would assume and you may agree or may not agree, but that um that diminishing part of that really was like oh wow I, there is more to this that I have to learn still and develop more in my skill. Well, absolutely right because at, at that point it was just like fish getting the boat and the 
fish jumped in the boat. They're right? just flocking in. They're just jumping in. <laughs> right. More fish than boat. Yep. Right. And uh, yeah, you, the, you but you pretty pretty quickly realize this isn't the status quo, right? And you need really need to learn how to be there for your client, how to uh, uh, I don't want to say manage because it's not manage managing them, but it's how to take care of them, right? How how to how to make them part of your family, mm-hmm. right? And uh, be available for them and and uh, and and the like. So um, first year did amazing. What was second year like? Second year is a little bit short of that. Mm-hmm. Second year is a little bit short of that, right? As, as we were coming out of the pandemic, I think mm-hmm. I was right around, uh, I don't know, 190, 200. Okay, something gotcha, like gotcha. That. I just, I've, I'm sorry, I forgot already, but you've been in the business for four years, right? Correct. So um, kind of kind of not plateaued, but second year, you know, kind of stayed exactly where you were, had some learning lessons to learn, but we're still making an incredible income. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, I went down, you know, probably $50,000 because people I mean, just weren't buying like right. they were the year before. And uh, it's taken me a couple of years to get back to that number. And, uh, you know, th- this year the goal was 300. Um, and uh, that's a lot of money, man. That's a lot. Let's, let's not make any mistake about it, right? I mean, that's what, in the top 1% of, of all income, right? And uh, yeah. in this country. And, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. And I, and I don't, I don't haphazardly say, oh, I'm making three. You know, I, don't, I don't mean it like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it is. We sometimes forget being in the business what money is like to have right and when you when you get to that income income tier um you know like i said i'm on pace for a quarter million dollars and it's an insane amount of money to me and it's just like i wish more people could experience it i get but that is why there's one percent people that are able to do it because those one percent people just like yourself is willing to make those sacrifices right for you're, sure you're working six days a week you're you're putting in the work you're learning the business you're you're, you're craving it you own it i wish it was six days a week it's seven I mean, it's, it's, it's almost always seven. Um, so you guys, this is why I can't keep up to him because I have an amazing lifestyle <laughs> that I've been struggling, struggling, struggling to, um, overcome We're we're working on it. We just increased my schedule to four days a week. Nice. <laughs> so, um, the, the issue with me is, is I've gotten very efficient as Dick would say. And so, um, the, the efficiency has, has created some, uh, laziness is that you want to, what you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I, I could probably be making no way more money. Well, let, let me be real clear though. I've got three boys in college, right? And mm-hmm. uh, that's expensive. I, I'm the I'm <laughs> the one that I'm, I'm the one that they look to. Hey, right? there. So, hey, that you know that's that's an amazing thing to be able to one be able to do for your kids. You know, I'm super proud of them, right? I mean, depending on where they're at, they're all in different places in their life, but but they're really showing great growth, and and uh, you know, um, I couldn't be happier. With the path they're on exactly exactly so um so quarter million quarter million third year mm, um no 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 i went back down about 200 oh yeah 200 so, yeah, yeah 200, it's probably about 210 215 okay. mm-hmm. right and then and then last year was like 230 225 so. okay so you're on that incline then again yeah yeah but th- yes but this time now it's more about me than it is about fish getting the boat right exactly so, yep. so you, you're you've honed it on your craft and that's what i've noticed also you know first year ninety six thousand, second year 136 this year a quarter million. First two years was learning right um first year had no clue what i was doing i was just doing i was i kind of like you i when i came into the business um i had epically failed in a previous insurance company um that went out um when COVID hit they were deemed non-essential so i was left with holding the bag as they say <laughs> right, right. With, with no money um pretty much went homeless in a sense i had to move in with my grandparents and things like that thank thank god for them obviously um but first year was crazy i was making more money than i've ever seen before um took it for granted 
um, got with Nick, gave, got an Uncle Nick talk. Nice. Um, if you don't know what those are, they're they're great. They're they're loving talks. We'll just leave it at that. Everybody should be fortunate enough to have that. Oh yeah, yeah. I need them almost it, every month. It's it, <laughs> it's very much get real. Yeah. It, it's you know there, there's no there's no playing around. Right. It's, yeah, this if, is the way it is. If you guys don't have a mentor and he doesn't need to be like a Nick that's worth, you know, fortunately, he's worth over a hundred million dollars and being allowed to be so fortunate in his life. The fact um, that he's so giving is right? so giving of his whole, time yeah. of his time. Um, but even if you can find somebody that's at, at a level that you want to be at, you know, whether that's uh, you want to be a doctor, find a doctor that mentor you, you know, find a, You know, that's one thing I was always taught when I was a kid is surround yourself. Show me your five friends. and I'll show you your future. Right. Right. Um, so that we don't care if you get into insurance, if you're listening to this, you know, that's not the point of this. This is just us having a conversation about the reality of what you could do and what you should be surrounding yourself with. So sometimes you have to distance yourself, uh, from people who don't want you to achieve your goals. Yeah. And I know that sounds crazy, but, uh, I remember years ago, we were at a wedding in New York city. Right. And, uh, one of my buddies stepped into one of those tarot, tarot card, uh, reading shops. Mm-hmm. And her message to him was, your friend secretly wants you to fail. And looking back on that, that's that's very similar to, to what we're talking about now, right? It's it's the crab in the uh, it's the crab in the bucket, right? Yep. Uh, one crab gets out, but if you put multiple crabs in there, they'll pull each other down repeatedly. So sometimes you have to distance yourself in order to improve yourself. Yeah, and that that was the biggest struggle with me getting into the businesses. Um, I had a lot of those people around me that I didn't realize I had, right? So I still love all these individuals. Um, but I, I have a simple thing, you know, my phone is always open for anybody, um, whether I know you barely, or I know you like family, right? Um, if you don't call though, I'm not, I'm, it's not my job to reach out, right? My job is I am busy. You guys know what I'm doing. You see me on social media. I am a busy individual. Um, I don't ever, it's all out of love. Um, but if you're willing to call me, I'm more than happy that I'll, I'll make the time to talk to you. Right. Right. Um, and all my close friends know that obviously, and they do call and things of that nature, but um, it was, it was a big learning lesson for me. Um, my biggest thing was family, right. Um, and probably biggest struggle was family too. Um, it's kind of a big thing in culture. And I think in the United States is to, you know, people have big families, they go to events, they do all those types of things. Um, and being able to sacrifice for a short period of time, um, because my goal is to be out of this in five years and be, and be able to be retired and be able to be financially retired and be able to do what Nick does, you know, work, work an hour a day. Um, I really hope that happens for you, brother. Oh, it will happen. I know. No, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, not if, if, it's, it's a win. win. It's a win. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, that's the way I look at things. And so um, it, it's just, it's progression. And the way I look at it is it, it's five years, guys. Like five years, like. Sacrifice five years and enjoy it for the rest. Yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? There's people that you, you know, great. You get to hang out with your family every single day, but now you're sick. You're going to wake up 65 years old. Hey, easy now. And, uh, easy, easy, hey, whoa, 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 okay. I easy, forgot, I forgot, easy. I forgot. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but easy. You, you're going to be retired in like two years. So calm down over there. <laughs> so you won't ever see, you won't be working at 65. I promise you that. Um, but you know, it, it's just crazy to me that, um, people spend 65 years of hard work and dedication and things like that. And we, we, we also need those type of people, but um, if you do want more from life and you do want to do it, it's possible. Like you have a chance. It's just, you got to bet on yourself just like you did. Right. And so, um, so you're in your fourth year now, I assume, right? Yes. Yep. So to almost completing it almost well, three and a half years now, three and a half years. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, it's a good amount of time. You know, I'm, I'm coming up on my third year this year and that's, uh, I don't, it's, it's crazy. Like I know where my time went. I haven't, I have an appointment book. It's crazy. Um, some people say, you know, I don't know where time went. It's like, 
I have it all notated down. I got my assistant that takes care of stuff too. I got um, binders that have everything in it. Um, so I know where my time went. It's just crazy to think that we've been doing it for this long. It's flown by, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe we've known each other, you know, three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty amazing how quickly this time time flies. Yeah, and it's just amazing now. You know, once you've been in the business too, you like um, I'm trying to think of the kid's name I saw today, but um, shoot, I'm not coming. Michael Krim. Sure. He comes to mind. You know, I said it kind of on stage. Um, I was trying to be as respectful as possible. Um, but I remember him coming into the business and um, I know he had been previously successful and stuff like that. But you could tell at that event he had been beaten down. You could you could just tell the way his body was, the way he looked. Um, and those are the people I, I, I seek for when we're at events and things is because I want to try to do whatever I can to help these individuals. And so um, today and this weekend, he came in and this is my second time seeing him. Um, first time. Um, you know, I took him out. We went, invited him to places where we went. We went out go-karting and things like that, try to help lift those spirits. You're like, hey, man, this is what life can look like. You know, just you got to do this, right? Um, and from then, it looks like he, he, I mean, he committed, you know? You know, he lives in Maricopa County, where I live. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, we, we've we um, had some of the same clients. Mm-hmm. And he's a great dude. Yeah, it, it's just, it's it's amazing to see, like, what, what something – like this or whatever, whatever you're getting into, once you find your passion and, and your love, I mean, the man was looked amazing today. He loves the business. Yeah, you could tell he loved it. He breathed, breathed it. It was like air to him. Oh, for sure. So he's another one. I mean, no plan B. Here we go. Yeah. No, I can't wait. I I, I was walking out. Um, our schedule was so jam packed with getting podcasts um, ripped out this week week that I didn't have time for a lot of people that want to be on. So, um, I told him next time I see you, we're gonna get one get one made because I, I just want to pick his brain. He's he's killing it. Keep me on my toes too. It's just like. That's what I love about this business. He's, you, a, he's a sharp dude. Very sharp dude. So um, so fourth year in the business, um, um, you said you're on pace to do roughly 300000 right? Yeah, a little bit above that right now. Okay, sounds good. Any struggles so far this year? Always struggles. Give me an example of a couple that you've well, been Well, I mean, I, I've had some some extended streaks of, of, of no sales. I've mm-hmm. had, you know, my extended streaks of uh, going to doors and not having anybody answer them, right? We've all had those types of things, right? Um, and those those are the hard part, but you know the, the hardest part about that is keeping your mind clear, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, maintaining a positive outlook. You know it's tough when you I, I say on a given day drive a couple hundred miles. Yep. And uh, you know every door you knocked on, nobody was at. Right. Yep. Been there. And, and, right. You leave first thing in the morning. You don't get home till dark. And um, you know you've spent however much money you spent on the day between food and the gas. And I, I drive a big truck. And yep. Not great for the for the carbon <laughs> footprint, you know, or or my bill, right? Right. You know, at the end of the day, you're just looking. Man, I just spent a couple hundred dollars in gas, spent a couple hundred dollars in food, I made nothing, yep. right? Those are the hard days, right? And and you've been gone all day, mm-hmm. right? And you got to get up in a few hours and do it all over again, right? And you and somehow or another, you got to wash that from from your memory, mm-hmm. right? And, and be ready to come at it with a a fresh, clean attitude the next morning because the people you're seeing, they, it's not their fault. Right. And you need to give them your best game. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I speak on this all the time with people. You know, I try to be the most positive person I know. Um, I still have my bad days and it, 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 it all it all happens. But having those resources and putting those things into place, you know, I think of first off, um, I believe in um, positive thoughts, obviously. So like on my phone, I have millionaire written on it because that's one of my dreams and the goals to get. So I, I make sure I want to see that. So 
um, just like surrounding yourself with um, people you want to be like. Um, also ingesting content that um, is motivating and keeping your head in the right mental headspace. So um, between that and then I have a motivational app that gives me motivation every day. I post it to my team almost every single day. Um, and then just like I said, um, surrounding yourself with like Nick Theodore. And then obviously um, I'm very faithful in my faith and stuff like that. And I keep him really close too. And um, yeah, just keep on loving people. That's the answer right there. Yeah. Just got to keep on loving on people and, um, you'll be you'll be blessed in more ways than you'll ever imagine. So, I like that. Well, do you have anything else you think you you want to go over? Man, I love talking to you. I know. I I know we could probably go for a long time. Um, so I do this thing that I don't tell anybody until they're on, and I I hope I'm. It's gonna catch on here at sooner point once I post all these. But, um, so what we're gonna do is it's the middle of the year, right? So we have two quarters left in the year. Um, what I would like to do is um in six months, so January, we're gonna cut some more podcasts of people that were on today. Um, but I want you to give me three goals, um, for the next six months so we can look back, um, yeah. and okay. then go from there. Now, when you think of these goals, um, I don't necessarily need them to be involved in the business, right? Yeah. They can be personal goals. They can be whatever you want it to be. Um, just three things that you would personally want to look back even, yeah. um, to, to look back on. I mean, one of the biggest things I want to be a better husband, you know, um, uh, at, at times it, you, it, at least for me, it's really hard for me to be everywhere at once. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an all-in kind of guy, right? Whether it's all-in on my boys or all-in here or whatever it is. And uh, it's kind of, we, we've had 20-something years with the kids, you know? And right. um, it, it seems like it, it's time for my wife to get a lot more attention, mm -hmm. right? So it's, uh, we, we've done a couple of trips this year. Um, but, but that's really my, my number one goal is to be able to, to be a better husband to her. I love right? that. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to to doing that. Um, another goal is to continue to grow my team, continue to grow my team from a professional standpoint. Where would you like to be at? I'd like to have you know 15 riders okay. uh, consistently by then. I love um, that. Right now, I have eight to ten. Yeah. Um, each month, right? But I'd like to get that to 15. Right. You know, and over the next uh, six months. That's definitely a attainable goal there. I think so. Right. Mm -hmm. I think so. Now the third one's usually hardest. Well, what's the third goal? third goal wow the third the third goal is uh it w would be uh is a money goal you mm -hmm. know because it's not money in and of itself it's it's money in terms of what you can do with it right exactly and uh i i would like to i, I miss the traveling that i did years ago you know i, I miss uh, i've been in Aust i've been fortunate to go to australia i've been in new zealand i've been you know oh well germany i've been at some really fun places right and i miss not having the cash flow to be able to do that right mm -hmm. and uh and hopefully by the end of this year the cash flow will be sufficient that i can take care of my family in the manner in which they need to be taken care of and have the money to be able to enjoy myself as well with yeah that, i mean we've talked about it a lot a lot just in this last hour or so is it it's not the money that that we're looking for it's the opportunities to be able to have the lifestyle that we deserve in this life 100 percent. yes you so. only get you only get to do this one time one time, man. One time. So it's it, it's nuts to think about. It stresses me out sometimes. It's like, it's like man, when I when I'm laying down or I'm sitting on the beach drinking a cocktail, I'm like, man, I should probably should be still working. But I think I know. saw you drink a few of those. I... Yeah, we we can handle a few drinks. Like I said, guys, we we do have fun. Yeah, <laughs> so, we, we went to Margaritaville together a couple. We did. A couple we did. That was some, that's what. Well, I love trips just like yourself. So that was one free one too. So. Right. Nick does those the best. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Nick Theodore trip. You know, you, you do your job, Nick. Uh, Nick definitely rewards you. Absolutely. And we went to 
what four days four days four days four in days. beautiful margaritaville had a had a pretty much a villa suite right um, there and uh everything was free had some beautiful dinners beautiful dinners beautiful people watch the rocket launch we did watch the rocket launch which was really that. cool but 100 miles away you still could see it pretty awesome welcome to florida best place on earth to live right it was beautiful <laughs> it was beautiful yes i, I got my head burned yeah, that thing is pretty shiny, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> it doesn't have any protection up there. Hey, well, I'll make sure to remind you of sunscreen next time, okay? I appreciate that. So, well, hey, Mark, you know, I really, really appreciate you coming on. You did not have to do this. Um, I just, I, as you said, you know, we could talk forever. I love talking with you. Um, and I'm excited to see your journey and um, grow together with you, too. So, I appreciate that, man. I wish you nothing but the best. All right. Well, thank you, man. And thank you guys for listening, watching, however you're doing it. Um, and we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Let's go. We just gotta go hard. Uh.